welcome to the special edition of Christmas Movie Spotlight. I'm your host, Don Mack, and I'm here with Pam, my co-host and wonderful friend. Hey, Pam, how are you? Hey, Don. I'm doing well. How about yourself? <laughs> you said that really fast. Now, did you eat a donut before we came on air? Because I, it sure Oh, my gosh. I did that purposely, so that way you would ask me. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <But no. laughs> well, you know what? I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Because, I know. Um, and, you know, and folks, if you were tuning in recently um, when we had our show last week, last Sunday night, then you know that when Pam came on, she was jacked seriously sky high. I mean, she was on, like, the serious sugar rush times 10 and she admitted that she had eaten a donut before coming on air which she doesn't normally do um and she was pretty hyped let me tell you so we had to ask because she was kind of hyped up again. <laughs> but uh but nonetheless no, but, you know but I only, I only said the you know, I only said that fast in the beginning last show i was calm the rest of the show <laughs> you were because you were totally having fun with me as you always do and mm-hmm. and if you're first or by the way we want to welcome everyone in tonight to our show to the special airing of our show and if you're brand new to our show this is what you can expect the banter between pam and i never gets old and uh you never know what you're going to expect heck we never know what we're going to expect <laughs> It's always this something is true. <laughs> when you get us two on air, um, it's always going to be uh, exciting, and you never know what's going to come out of either one of our mouths because we're always just full of hot air and donuts sometimes. So there you go. But um, we are here tonight. This no, it's not Sunday night. Um, but we have a special interview, and we wanted to bring it to you. And when you find out who our guest is in a moment, then you'll understand. But. Um, We wanted to bring it to you tonight because the movie that our special guest is in airs this Saturday night at um, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central on Hallmark Channel, and it's called It's Christmas Eve. And our special guest this evening is Tyler Hines, and many of you know Tyler from a lot of different projects and also recently over Fall Harvest when he starred in Falling for You. And uh, so... We are just so excited to have him, uh, have had the opportunity to speak with him recently about his career and about this wonderful movie we're all going to get to see that we're getting so excited for um, on Saturday night. Pam and I uh, just very, very fortunate to be able to have had the opportunity. And um, so, Pam, I mean, I had a great time. We had a great time talking with him. Um, and that voice, oh, my. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, it's one thing to hear it on TV, but it's a whole nother realm when you're talking to him on the uh-huh. phone. And uh, he's he's just got that voice. You know, there's not yeah. a ton of guys out there that when you just hear them say hello, you just kind of, oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> kind of feeling. <laughs> we forget when they're acting. They have, you know, a certain persona that they're trying to portray. Their voice may be whatever it has to be for that role. And then when you hear them in real, you know, in real life as themselves and they call in, it, you kind of, it kind of catches you a little bit off guard. I know it did me. Um, and everyone will understand in a few moments when, when you get to hear this wonderful interview we did with Tyler. But it was awesome. He has been incredibly busy. So to be able to have him any any bit of time for this interview was just a real a real blessing, a real honor. And um, And so we are so excited 
to be able to bring you our special interview with special guest, Tyler Hines. Please enjoy. We'll go ahead and get started because we know we're on limited time and that you're extremely busy. So thank you so oh, much no, I've got for all, calling the, all the time in the world, lots of time. Oh, do you? <laughs> thank you. I'm, well, thank I'm doing you so nothing. much for Don't calling worry, in. You're good. <laughs> for some reason, I don't believe that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started out as a child actor, and you obviously fell in love with it. So what was it about acting that hooked you, and did you ever think of doing anything else growing up? Well, my uh, my my father and my brother are both uh, masons. They have a masonry company, so that was always around when I was a kid, and and that would be probably what I'm doing if I wasn't doing this. Um, but I basically started because there was a discount at uh, at a theater company in Toronto, um, and my dad got a deal, and he wanted to get rid of me for the summer because I'm obnoxious and I was a child. And uh, so he stuck me there for, for a few weeks, and um, I fell in love. I had a good time. Uh, and uh, that the same theater company was holding auditions for a play afterwards. Uh, it's called A Christmas Carol. And I did that play, and uh, I, liked, uh, I liked getting a reaction from the audience. I liked uh, being able to afford buying Ninja Turtles with my first paycheck. I loved all those things. <laughs> And so that was the beginning. And I've been doing it ever since. And how many Ninja Turtles did you get? <laughs> oh, so many. That first paycheck, girls. Oh, it was, I went, I went really hard. Well, you know what they say, go hard or go home. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Well, you also have been a director, a producer for three shorts, AFK, Firefly, and Doug. You wrote AFK, co-wrote Firefly. And working with directors and producers throughout the years, what did you learn from them that you took with you to do your own directing and producing? Well, so the biggest thing I learned is it's a lot of work. It's, uh, it's a different occupation than acting. Our, our job as actors is to... Uh, <clears throat> do a lot of preparation and try to be uh, creative with, with the, uh, the tools that we're given with the writing and, and the circumstance that we're shooting and try to make the best of it and bring as much to it as we can. When you're a director uh, and a producer and a writer and you're doing all those things on your own project, um, the buck kind of stops with you. And so you're creating every square inch of that thing. And, and uh, it's a lot more work intensive. And so, Watching directors grow up, uh, being on set, um, I was always really interested and fascinated by the process of it, and uh, like I am about pretty much anything that I come across. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, one of the main things was that just the work ethic behind it, and and seeing uh, how much preparation uh, goes into it, and you got to be a bit more of a leader and uh, accommodate all the artists around you that are collaborating with you because it's such a collaborative art form as opposed to something like uh, music or painting, something like that. Right, yeah, and especially, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are actors and directors in the same movie, and I can't even imagine that. I mean, that's double the work. 
Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday actually about that. And uh, a great example recently is Bradley Cooper in his movie A Star is Born. And, you you know, you have the interviews and, and he talks about doing both and people are, are usually pretty impressed by that. But it's a funny thing, you know, when you've been acting for a while like he has or like I, I have, it's uh, really not that difficult. That's kind of the easiest part of the whole process. It is actually most certainly the easiest part of the whole process. It is <laughs> something that we kind of know what to do. And when we're doing it in our own thing, we essentially know what we need. And so um, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of the easiest part, well, surprisingly. But it seems to be the part that everybody's most impressed with. Because, you know, when you are shooting, it is, I think, an interesting trick to see somebody be very focused on all the technical side of things and the other actors and everything going on and then very quickly uh, switch into what they're doing. But um, it's fun. But when you're doing it that way, you're, you're so focused and you're juggling so many things that you have no time to think about much else. And so it's, it's a matter of just like getting it done, which is uh, kind of a fun way to do it. It, it. it takes a little bit more of the guessing and a little bit more of the, um, I don't know, maybe pressure off the acting or something like that because you're just you're 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 literally just you know nonstop going. Well, shifting gears from the director producer side of you to the actor side of you, you have had starring roles in such iconic television series, um, NCIS, Heartland, Saving Hope, to name a few. And out of all the characters you have portrayed, what do you consider your most challenging role? Well, there was there was a, a character I played years ago when I was 15 years old. Um, there was a movie called Tagged, the Jonathan Wambach story. I think they actually changed the name recently. But um, that was a true story about a, a, a young guy who uh, basically was assaulted by a group of teenagers and um, ended up in the hospital uh, dying and, and then in, into a coma and uh, basically coming out with physical disabilities where you had to learn how to eat, walk, talk again. And it being a true story and me meeting the, the real people, the real family and, and Jonathan himself. Um, obviously we all know, and we've heard this before from other actors, it was a great responsibility in doing something like that. And this was the same. Um, and it was a very last minute job. It was something that I had finished shooting a TV show and having to wrap party for the show like 24 hours before getting on a plane and meeting Jonathan and the family and studying him and then shooting, uh, sleeping the next day entirely and then shooting the day after. And, uh, it was, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of, uh, work, you know, it was, um, it was physically demanding just strictly because of his physicality. Uh, because of his injuries, it was really tiring and, and uh, taxing on the body, but it was really, really rewarding. It was something that definitely stands out to me in my career and my life as a, a sort of poignant time. Yeah, and, and I imagine there was absolutely zero pressure in trying to portray that person, too, to make sure, you know, you gave the role the justice it deserved. And, um, you know, that would indeed have to be very challenging. Oh yeah, no, no pressure at all. There's, there's, there's days where he was. Uh, there was one scene where he was literally in the scene with me, in the hospital bed opposite of me, and I'm 
doing this scene where I get up and I'm sort of talking to the other patients in the room and I'm walking and I sort of slowly lose steam and sort of drop to the ground just physically because I'm exhausted from the injury. And if you watch the movie, you can see him sit up in his bed and lean forward as if to help me because he thinks that I'm just actually falling in the middle of the scene by mistake. Um, (laughs) which was really funny and and sweet. It's in the movie, which was cool. But yeah, it was, it was definitely uh, fun. I actually didn't mind when he was on, it didn't really cross my mind too much. And the fact that he's watching me play him, it was just, uh, he was such a sweet guy and, and I just seemed to be oblivious to all things. So I just have fun and get in there. (laughs) Well, that's when you know that um, you've taken believable in a scene to a whole new level when the person you're portraying actually sits up and thinks that you've literally really fallen or something's literally happened. It's not part of the the actual scene. So that's um, that's great acting on your part. Um, Well, um, another role that you held, you started in the role of Billy Bird on the popular series Unreal. And talk about the dynamics of that character and why you think – this series resonates with fans the way it has? Well, the answer to both those questions is apps and text. Uh, the entire job was to have apps and text and take my shirt off. And that's why fans show up. <laughs> and that's what I spent my time doing. If you've ever watched the show, it's a bunch of really attractive guys doing push-ups. Right. attractive. And that was my job, ladies, and I, I did it all right. Well, hey, you know, that that just, you know, that's um, dynamics on a whole different level, you know. Right. Um, and so, well, that's a very important part of a series, though, if that's an integral part of it. Let's just put that out there. So, I mean, you never know. The, the producers definitely thought so. <laughs> hey, well, it worked. It worked. It made, you know, uh, it helped to, to – uh, bring the popularity to that so uh so yeah well that's a great series too pam and i enjoy that a lot oh good you guys watch it yes yes definitely i have watched every season and um you know it's a lot of laughing at at how they make fun of you know the the other reality series but there's also a lot of drama behind it too you know where you get to see the characters and how they actually you know feel and what's going on in the background and that kind of catches your attention, besides all the abs and packs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great show. And for a brief period, I got to be attractive, which was really nice and refreshing. <laughs> well, you know, Don and I are both huge soap fans. So, you know, abs and packs are like a normal thing for us every day. Right. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So out of all of the characters you've played, which one do you get recognized for the most by fans? Um, let's see. It seems to be that Hallmark seems to be uh, creating a, a pretty big reaction in, in viewers. You know, I, I, I'm new to this Hallmark thing, and having had one released uh, already with the, 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 the one I did, uh, Falling for You, it's been surprising how uh, how sweet and welcoming everybody's been it seems to be uh quite an audience they have in hallmark most definitely i mean everybody i know and more you know their friends and their family and so on watch hallmark because they're just outstanding in everything that they do they pick the right actors 
you included. <laughs> and, you know, their stories, their stories are so uplifting and happy. And, yeah, you go through the points in time where they don't know if the couple's going to get together because, you know, they're fighting and they have different ideas on what to do in different situations. But you know at the end there's going to be a happy ending. You absolutely do, and that's why you tune in. With that nice, warm, fuzzy exactly. feeling inside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> well, Falling for You on Hallmark was such a fun movie. I love that your character, Zach, got roped into baking for the Bachelor Bake Off. Um, do you really bake or cook in real life? Well, there's three people in my life who have greatly influenced me. One was a guy named Chad, and the other I can't remember right now. But the first one, the first one was a kid named Daniel. And Daniel showed up at school one day when I was young, and he had a Tupperware container filled with nachos, chips. And in another bag, he had cheese, grated cheese. And he put that grated cheese on the nacho chips, put it in the microwave, and my mind was blown. And ever since then, I make nachos cheese all the time. So that's my baking experience, personally. (laughs) I'm very proud of that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is too funny. <laughs> well, you know, you can make a meal out of anything if it includes cheese. That's what I say. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> That's right. You can't go wrong with nachos and cheese, undoubtedly. Right. Um, right. Well, between directing, producing, and acting, do you have a favorite genre that you enjoy the most? And is there an untapped genre you would like to work in moving forward? Um, I think I kind of like uh, – that's a great question, by the way. I've never been asked that. If there's a genre that I like the most, if I had to pick. Um, I think I like the thriller. I think the classic thriller has always been fun to watch. I kind of miss those like '90s movies where you know it was they had a big budget, but there wasn't uh, Spider-Man flying in and out of your screen. It, there wasn't you know crazy visual effects. It was just a thrilling story, well told, that had some suspense. And I I miss those movies and I like them a lot. I think of things like uh, The Hunt for Red October, which I don't even know if anybody remembers that movie, but I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if I were to pick uh, of all the genres, I really do like the thriller, and I don't know if I've really done a real proper thriller yet. I think no, you'd be great in a thriller. I, I mean, think so too. And they just yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> and the thing is, they just don't make movies anymore like they did back, you know, twenty years ago and even yeah. ten years ago. I mean, the suspense in those movies was just. It was so different, and now it's, I don't know if it's reality TV that has kind of changed the dynamics across the board in a lot of ways, but, the, you know, the suspense factor is just not the same, and, um, I mean, now you've got all these special effects to wow you, but but the actual storytelling element is a little different, and um, so it's um, and it's pretty amazing how, how much has changed, but it would be great yeah. to see you in a thriller. I think you'd, you'd be I- awesome in that. So, um, I would love to do that. Now, if Hallmark ever starts doing thrillers, by the way, I mean, we're going to pitch for that. But we would take you on the big screen any day, too. Um, so, uh, <laughs> well, um, 
you know, we know and we are so looking forward to seeing you in the upcoming holiday movie. It's Christmas Eve, and uh, it airs this coming Saturday, uh, November 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And what can you share with us about your character and the movie without giving too much away? Um, Well, Liam is a single dad uh, in a small town that Leanne's character comes home to. for a specific job of essentially balancing the budget of a school system that Liam is a part of. Liam's a a music teacher and uh, Leanne's character uh, ends up having to funding for the arts programs in the, in the town. And this creates a bit of tension between the two of them and they rise to the occasion and decide that they're going to uh, try to raise money to solve this problem and, they're doing so they grow closer and uh you can imagine what happens after that oh yeah and um and and one of the things that i'm looking forward to in this movie is is the fact that this is going to have some musical elements into it um you know and you see them some in hallmark movies but especially at christmas time when they can bring that into a movie um it i think it just enhances and makes the movie all the more special and uh, of course with leanne performing it's, it's going to be awesome i mean just from the previews we've seen um your character and what you're bringing to it uh, it's just i think it's going to be one of the top movies on hallmark throughout the whole holiday season honestly um I appreciate it's going to be that. Yeah, we work pretty hard i, pre- mm-hmm. I appreciate that yeah yeah i think i think the, the musical the music that uh that leanne and her uh producing partner manager Daryl wrote is really, really great. Uh, I, 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 you know, uh, booked a job that they called me and asked me to come do it just several days before we ended up doing it. And I had no uh, real idea as to what to expect. Um, and uh, I was really, really surprised and impressed. It's really good music. It's the, the, the few different songs she has in there. And some are really nice and simple and emotional and uh, others are uplifting and filled with the Christmas warmth and fun that you would hope to get in a, in a holiday song. And it was really, really, really impressive to see them turn that out. And I tried to keep up as best I could. And I think we made something that uh, is, is nice and genuine and fun and happy, but also has a bit of uh, emotional, um, poignancy to it which which i think for we 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 tried to inject into the film and i think we did an okay job of doing that and excited to see how it turns out yeah and and i would even venture to say that this movie because of all the different elements that hallmark has brought together in it is and what you guys are bringing to it i I just think that it's going to be one of those movies that year after year moving forward people are going to go i can't wait to watch it's christmas eve you know and i just think that that's going to be the case because um anytime you make a holiday movie that has all these all the bells and whistles and then some it has so much appeal to the fans, not only when it initially premieres, but ongoing. Um, and then it becomes a classic. So um, so we look forward to that very much so. Um, well, we have a fun little thing we want to do with you uh, for a few minutes. Um, and we have a five-question lightning round. It's all Christmas-related. We won't throw anything at you. <laughs> Ask you five <laughs> questions, and you just answer whatever comes to mind. Um and there is no time length on it either. Um, but uh, the first question is favorite Christmas tradition. 
Well, my family has a specific and perhaps bizarre one. Um, we eat this dish, which is uh, a dish that comes from Nova Scotia and sort of deep east Quebec, Canada. And it's a dish called a rapi pie. And what rapi pie is, is essentially goopy, gloppy mashed potatoes, which somehow becomes clear and it looks like glue almost, and uh, a chicken, and you put a lot of butter on it and salt, and uh, it's just the most delicious, visually unappealing dish you could ever have. <laughs> and we do that every Christmas, and it's fantastic. That's right. You, you can't always go on how something looks. I mean, it may taste phenomenal, you know. Um, exactly. It, it it does sound actually delicious. When you threw in the word butter and mashed potatoes, I was like, yeah. you know, it really doesn't matter how it looks. It's just, it's going to be good. You know? Absolutely right. I mean, I'm from the South, so we're all, I'm right in the heart of comfort food country. So, you know, that's kind of a staple at any time of the year, not to mention the holidays. But, um, but that sounds, that's very interesting. I'll have to kind of do some research on that. That sounds like something we could yeah. adopt easily here in the South. Um, oh, you guys would love it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, we also love chicken and dumplings, so you know that kind of is along the same vein almost. You know, um, well, what is your favorite Christmas song? Um, hmm. I was asked this earlier today in a different interview. Let me think about this. Um, what is it? Is that, now I remember the name. Bing Crosby. He's a legend, right? White Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm trying to remember the name. Like I like the classic holiday songs. Maybe throw in mm-hmm. a little Mariah Carey. Now throw in a little Leanne Rhymes, and you got a good mm-hmm. balance. But uh, right. I like the cla- I like the classic ones. And I was trying to remember the guy's name earlier today, and I think it's Bing Crosby. Well, if it's yeah. Bing Crosby, White Christmas, you are now my best friend because that's my favorite. <laughs> yes, that that is it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That is the name. He's got a bunch of hits, though, right? A bunch of Christmas hits. Yes, he does. He he released several Christmas albums, and everything he sang Christmas related. um, Although White Christmas was his most iconic signature tune, um, they were all huge hits. So, um, well, um, moving on. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Um, generally around Christmas, I tend to watch. uh, Lord of the Rings because it's just on and I don't know how mm-hmm. it ends up happening but I start watching it and then just 48 hours later after I've watched however long those movies are I've somehow watched all of Lord yeah. of the Rings <laughs> um, but as far as Christmas movies we always end up watching um, The Nightmare Before Christmas I mean mm-hmm. uh, it isn't your nice warm and fuzzy Christmas movie but I still love it nonetheless yeah. oh yeah yeah, and that movie's always debatable. It's kind of like the whole Die Hard thing. Is it a Christmas movie or not? You know, and but uh, people have adopted it as a Christmas movie. Um, you're right. Die Hard's a great other one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's sort of Christmassy. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Well, um, hot toddy or hot chocolate? Hmm. I just became aware of hot toddies in the last couple of years. I might go hot toddy. Okay, and last but not least, white lights or colored lights? Mm, I think colored lights, the classic, you know? 
You want to get all mm-hmm. the red, white, and blue. Is yeah. it blue? Red, and white, green. and green. Well, that concludes our five-question lightning round. Thank you so much for participating and playing along. We we appreciate you for that. My pleasure. And as Dawn says, there's never any wrong answers. So that's right. There you go. <laughs> <We're wrong. laughs> I like that attitude. Good vibes. <laughs> well, I have one last question for you before we wrap, and it is: If you could give advice to your younger self about the acting business, what would you say? Good question. Let me think about this. Um, I would say, I would. I used to get really. Uh, not temperamental, specifically with my mother because she would do self-tapes with me because in this industry we do something called a self-tape or if we're not in the in the city where they're auditioning, we send it in and we record ourselves doing it. And uh, my mom would attest to this, but she would do these tapes with me because I was a kid and I needed someone to do it with. And I would be so focused trying to do things that I would get really short with my mom, which was really not okay. And I feel guilty about it when I have to live with it. But I remember there was a certain period of time where I sort of chilled out and stopped doing that. And uh, and my mom noticed, and she was very appreciative. <laughs> so yeah. I think if I were to give myself advice, I would just tell myself to relax. <laughs> Chill out, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Chill out, little guy. And that's great advice for anything in life, not just, you know, in your mm-hmm. career and what you do, but just I think people have kind of forgotten how to chill out and just relax and kind of stop and smell the roses and just enjoy life. Um, Absolutely. So that's, that's great advice across the board. Um, well, we have so thoroughly enjoyed talking with you. Thank you so much for your time, Tyler. It, it's been a joy, and we look forward to seeing you in the movie Saturday. Um, it's Christmas Eve, and we know it's going to be a great, great movie. But everything else that you're doing, um, Hallmark-related or not, um, we're excited to see what you're going to be doing moving forward as well. So thank you so much for your time this evening. Thank you so much, Pam and Don. That was fun. Uh, you're welcome, and thank you again from me as well. And happy early holidays to you and your family. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.